0: Love is amazing,
1: oh, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered.
2: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing, but it is also bullshit, and also might also get you murdered.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, there's
2: a lot of also's. I know, right? I don't think it, there, there's that many also's in, in the original title yeah also
3: (laughs) i think you're right
2: but yeah but anyway it's it's a podcast that that, uh you know has the privilege to remind you that everything you ever want in this life can and might turn into a huge uh fucking dumpster fire my name's aaron black Mm -hmm. with me as always is nicholas control freak luna and uh and then finally (laughs) we got uh osa we don't have a nickname for you, and I don't know your last name.
0: Yo. All right.
2: <laughs> All right. This good. It's good to uh, have the band band back together. So uh, this case is from on the case with Paula Zon.
3: Paula Zahn. Who
2: just does a fabulous job, uh, being on the case
3: and not blinking.
2: And not blinking. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so uh, this case started in Penfield, New York. It's a small town, right off of uh, right outside of Rochester.
3: Oh yeah, Rochester. <laughs> All
2: right. Okay, so uh, just after midnight on July fourteenth, two thousand three, a nine one one call came into the Monroe Sheriff Department, and the caller was forty five year old Kevin Bryant. Now Kevin Bryant was a uh, attorney in Rochester. I, they never really tell you what um, uh, what type of attorney is, but maybe family law because he helps someone with divorce. We'll get to that later.
3: Contract law.
2: Yeah, all that stuff.
3: Entertainment.
2: Con- yeah, civil civil torts. Who knows?
3: Uh, um, municipal.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Maritime.
2: Yeah, <laughs> stripper law <laughs> apparently. Um, so, but anyway, he tells uh the dispatcher in a eerily calm voice. So calm. So calm. So calm. Uh that his that an intruder shot his wife, who was sleeping in the downstairs pullout couch. Which by the
3: way, why do you anyway, we'll get we'll get there on the whole pull out couch. We'll get Sitch. there.
2: We'll get there. But yeah. what, but I cannot stress to you how Calm. This was. He was like, "Yeah, somebody killed my wife."
0: Yeah. So I'm just calling to let you guys know. I
3: no I, rush. She's dead already. Yeah. So take your time.
0: There's like a shit ton of blood.
2: Yeah. So I've I've ordered food with more vigor. Right. <laughs> I've I've been I've ordered food with more like no I'm serious about the bacon. You got to make it like you know well done. I'm not fucking around here. You know. But um, yeah. He was like. <laughs> He was like, uh, yeah, so my wife is shot, and, uh, and, yeah, she's shot. And then the dispatcher goes, is she breathing? And he goes, no. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And
2: and then the dispatcher goes, can you give her CPR? And he's like, no. Too too much
0: blood. Yeah, he was like, there's too much blood. I can't do it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And
2: And
3: a, a, a lawyer would know.
2: A lawyer would know. Um, Maybe. But, you know, the thing is, I don't, uh, we've come a- across a couple of cases where the 911 call has been done by someone in a very calm, subdued voice. And I don't want to automatically jump to, oh, that means they're guilty because, um, like really stressful situations affect everyone differently.
3: Exactly. Some people like clam up and like, yeah yeah i think that's what i do in really stressful situations maybe you're actually i like explode and stress out i feel like
0: in really stressful situations i like go into this like take charge mode and like just like do what needs to be done and i'm like really weirdly calm about it so i I, like kind
2: of get that fuck yeah you should you should have been like a you know, a paramedic or a cop. That's what you should have been. You're, no, you're, thank you're you. That sounds your terrible. Yeah. I, I did
0: used to, I got to use these talents when I worked at a very shady Starbucks in Tucson, Arizona, though. it had to call 911 about five times in the year that I worked there, so. No shit. Yeah. Um, oh, damn.
3: Like, just people, why? Like,
0: Oh, all different kinds of reasons. Uh, there was a car that was on fire right in front of the store Ooh, one time.
3: Awesome. I'd be like, "Yeah," and we'd be like throwing <laughs> but, shit into it.
0: I mean, it was like parked right in front of the store, so it was oh, kind of scary. So I like the guy came in and told me that his car is on fire. So I like threw the like fire extinguisher at him and then called nine one one. and
1: you, then
2: you call nine one one you go, There's a car on fire and also I hit someone with a fire extinguisher, <laughs> that guy might be dead as well. <laughs> that was that was my bad I kind of added to this situation, but anyway <laughs> but
0: anyway, he's got a little
2: blood on his head, but it's not a yeah. big deal. No, that was He should have caught it. He should have fucking caught it. That
0: was probably like the the most like chill time that I had to call 911 there was like some guy came in one time and he was like totally disheveled and like missing a shoe he had, he only had one shoe on and he asked me if I would call 911 for him because he just had a seizure and somebody stole his shoe while he was having a seizure
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. It was That's very strange.
0: Cool. And then it was very bizarre, because when the paramedics got there, they're like, Hey, Kevin, what's going on, man? This is the second time we've seen you today. It was very strange. Frequent flyer, it's what yeah. they call yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's there's some other Uh, just you know there was a dehydrated homeless person who was throwing up a bunch of foam
1: Um,
0: oh there was this one time there was this lady that um, she was like no
3: foam she was one of
0: (laughs) there's your foam okay so she was one of our regulars and she left her keys on the table and then went to go use the restroom and when she came out some guy had stolen her keys off of the table and stole her car
3: Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) Damn. Yeah, don't trust anybody. That's the moral to that one. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of on her for leaving her keys sitting on a table in a public space. Like, what? Absolutely.
2: But, yeah. I I worked at um, this place called Echo Lake Pedal Boats where we rented out pedal boats to uh, people in Echo Lake, California. And one time I had to help some paramedics fish out a dead body. Oh, Jesus Christ. In in Echo Lake. And uh, I'll never forget it. It was like uh, some guy comes up and he's with his kid and he's in a boat and he goes, Hey, there's somebody in the water. And I go, there's a lot of people in the water. And then he goes, no, a body <laughs> oh, in the water. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, then and not
3: go, somebody. Somebody. Yeah, no,
2: no, a body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the article a body, the spirit has left. And, um... Yeah, it was. It was really sad. It was like a twenty-something-year-old kid definitely shouldn't be dead. Um, I don't. There's, there's in Echo Lake. There's like a, a fountain that spurts up, and there's ropes around the fountain. So if you're swimming and you don't know where the ropes are, I think what happened is you got tangled in those ropes. Oh mm. fuck! And it was yeah. It, it was super a unpleasant. But I was pretty calm then mainly because
3: you had to rise to the occasion
2: no it wasn't anything like that it was because no one was dying the dude was dead already
1: uh, yeah. so
2: regardless on like how excited like being excited wouldn't of you know there was no reason to be excited no there was no time thing if if I got if we got out there like, two hours as opposed to one hour dude is still dead so there's just nothing you could do about that
0: yeah Mm
2: -hmm.
0: okay (laughs)
3: unless uh, unless you know you study necromancing
2: yeah I I didn't I didn't know any of that so you know I tried I when I wrote out the EMTs and uh, they were about to like you know basically hook this guy by a belt and I was gonna and I said hey I watched The Exorcist last night. Give me five minutes with this dude, with this dead guy. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> I need an old priest and a young priest. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. So anyway. um, So this guy, this guy calls 911 and he's, my wife is dead. Uh, basically, this guy, he's what he said was he was... Reading a book upstairs, and he, he heard his wife scream and gunshots. And, uh, you know, he was worried about his kids, so he c- kind of checked on them first. And then when he thought the guy or whoever left, he, he came down. And when the police arrived, uh, Tabitha Bryant was unfortunately deceased. Yeah, she was only... dead
3: on the scene.
2: DOA. Dead on arrival. Or, n- no... I, Dead on the scene. I don't know if DOS is a whatever. So uh, I watch way too much crime <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> really?
2: Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, she was only twenty-six. So
3: yeah, uh, tragic, very sad. And um, uh, with two kids.
2: With two kids. Yeah. There's, there's no super sad. Yeah. You can't, you can't cut this cake cake without getting like a, a slice of sad and there. You know, it's just mm-hmm. 100% tragic. S- very sad cake. Yeah, so so Yeah,
3: this this is a sad cake.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to give this cake to to kids on their birthday. All right. So, um and to add to all this uh, you know, this huge tragedy, apparently she was just a great person. Uh super bubbly uh, you know, church-going lady. Yeah, uh,
3: very pious, very nice smile, like, you know, yeah, well-liked we, in the community. Mother too,
2: she was, um, she was, she would suffer fits of charity.
3: <laughs> yeah, they said that, and I was like, yeah,
2: what? Yeah. That was my favorite part of
3: this episode,
2: was yeah. the guy
0: that kept saying, in a fit of charity, she did this.
2: Yeah. Like, like, like he's talking about diarrhea or something. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, uh, I'm gonna be she on the just, toilet for a bit. I gotta fit just a charity. Overcome with charity. Yeah. <laughs> um, She's
3: got a bad case of the charity.
2: Oh, fucking charity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So the police uh, declared declared the scene a, the, the death a homicide um, in a town where there's not many homicides. I would like to, you know, uh, uh, there was like when when he said. You know, and we uh, we decided it was a homicide. You know, I wonder if there was, like, an old detective and a new detective. And the old one was like, all right, so here we go, rookie. See how she got, like, a bunch of stab wounds in her neck? You couldn't do that to, y- to yourself. Therefore, homicide. And he's, like, <laughs> writing it down. He's like, can't stab yourself in neck. All right, police work. <laughs> <laughs> I basically should be a captain now. Uh, so, yeah, and along with being shot, she got stabbed in the neck. Um, just terrible, awful. Uh, there, The police did a search. There was no sign of a gun or the knife nope. in the house.
3: Yeah, no murder weapons.
2: Nope. Uh, so, and, you know, based on the violence that was done... They basically started thinking that this was not a burglary. It a was.
3: Burglary.
2: I know, but I said it correctly. You so did. fuck you for making fun of me. <laughs> for, I, know. Say, I said it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> burglary. Yes. Oh, man. There's sometimes I, I start. I pronounce words and all of a sudden, like, it clicks and I got it. Like, pneumonia. For, for like, fucking 30 years, I couldn't say pneumonia. I said, five Anyway uh so they were like whoever did this wasn't trying to like you know take the you know the the cuckoo clock on the wall that he he was definitely there to kill someone
3: More like the Nazi paraphernalia
2: if there was any sure that's he definitely wasn't there to take that that's for sure
3: this is speculation what
2: what did you just watch a American Beauty or something
3: American Beauty.
2: Yeah, that was that was a that was like part of the plot. Oh was, yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like kid's father had had, like, had you know, Nazi, Nazi hair. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know, and I, he hated himself for being gay.
2: No, you're you're mis- you're mi- mixing it up. So yeah, well, no uh, no you did you one hundred the kid wasn't gay. <laughs> yeah, it the, was kid, the father no, no
3: the that's what I'm saying the father. Well
2: okay so so you know make your words sound in a way that I could understand them <laughs> correctly. All right, Nick. <laughs> okay, that's not okay. my fault. Yeah. You know.
1: Uh
2: I was showing my girlfriend your Nazi plate, sir. Alright, so okay. Um so so first the police looked at Kevin Bryant because obviously. And um you know, but Kevin, as far as like physical evidence goes, he had no blood on him. True. He had no bruises. True. Hmm. There was no sign of a cleanup. So he, regardless of his role, he did not murder her. That, That's definitely not what happened. And they brought Kevin in for questioning. And he was pretty open and consistent. No, yeah. 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 Yep, so. It just seems
0: like after that 911 call. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would suspect it
2: was him, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely.
2: You know, it, it's one of those things where, like, uh, you know, I mean, if, if you're in law law enforcement, it's one of those things where you're like, what the fuck are you hiding, you mother... <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his story was pretty consistent. He, uh, his story is basically it, that he went to work for a couple hours. This was a Sunday Gets home around 9 o'clock, finds his wife sleeping in bed with one of their sons. Uh, they had two small children. He wakes her up and he asked her if she's sleeping downstairs. So apparently, and this is what Nick was getting to, uh, they, they started getting to this routine where she would sleep downstairs, or at least separately.
3: Yeah, and the thing that rubbed me in a weird way is, like, he should have been on the pullout couch.
0: Right. Sure. Why is he waking her up to kick her out of the bed and make her go sleep on the couch? Like...
3: Oh, wait, wait, wait. We know why, though. Because of her like you know she had some stuff on the side going on
2: we'll get there yeah mm. but but yeah you know it's like you know yeah, if it, so if,
3: you get the couch for that one
2: <laughs> If, if <laughs> fair enough if he would enough yeah but um you know i guess there's there's that thing uh, but that's that's a little incriminating
0: for him too to be like oh you know our marriage isn't going well and we sleep in separate rooms too like that and the 911 call um those don't look good for him yeah
2: 100 percent like this guy is and and we've come across this type of person before they are too smart for their own fucking good right
1: Mm
2: -hmm. and you know and the type of person i'm talking about are usually like have pretty pretty important jobs these are doctors lawyers scientists very important in their industry very successful and you get to this certain level where your arrogance is so ridiculous that that they just like feel like if they think of something people will believe them like who wouldn't believe me i'm a successful lawyer
3: yeah exactly like i argue- i argue and debate truth and lies for a living
2: yeah exactly <laughs> which which is you know why um if you're uh, just a little bit stupid, it's actually an advantage to getting away with murder like i'm I know that I'm not smart enough to like i to like you know like if I was gonna murder someone, like I would be like, all right. You're stupid. Remember that you're stupid when you plan this out. Like, you know, talking to the cops, you're stupid. Think of something, like, that's foolproof because uh, you're stupid.
3: Bloody handprint. Have to leave a bloody handprint.
2: Yeah. Um. I mean, I've, I've always, you know, I've always been, like... I'm, I'm basically, like, as far as, as i concern, concerned, I can't get away with murder, I believe, unless it was... Unless I did it to somebody that I had absolutely no connect connection to, any motive would have just given me away. Once they figure out that motive, I'm done for.
3: Like, like if you were to kill me, what would your motive be?
2: Oh, there's a bunch.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: some sometimes. Uh, Sometimes, like when I when I confirm for like we're we're recording, you send me back like I think so, and in that like sometimes I'm like I I could fucking murder Nick right now, you know?
1: <laughs> like give me a yes or a
2: no, give me a straight answer. So there's a bunch of stuff, but I would never kill you, Nick, because okay. um, the cops cops would be like they they'll they'll bring that point up and they could see like murder in my eyes. For so, sure, yeah. I don't know what what's your motive for me.
0: Yeah, let's get this all on recording right yeah, now yeah, just in yeah. case exactly. for future reference.
3: Huh, motive for you. Um, that you're just too fucking handsome.
2: All right, I could dig it. <laughs> 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 I could dig it. All right, that's the nicest motive for that killing is a somebody nice ever. A nice motive. Thank you. Um, and uh, okay, cool. So, uh, all right, so. Uh, he's he's still talking to. Thank you, Nick. By the way, that that literally made my day. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> you heard uh, it here first. <laughs> uh, I haven't had enough. All right, whatever. So but, um. We
3: did that one thing where I like whispered in your ear.
2: <laughs> when was this? I, I listened to that episode. Yeah, I remember some, that
3: episode. It was some episode. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know either.
3: But right, it um, happened. It
0: did.
2: It happened. I can
0: vouch for it. You him. know,
2: like I think I could like as, as far as like doing stuff with dudes, like I think, you know, I I'm cool as long as like with, with a closed mouth, I think. I used to wrestle, so it's like, you know, getting someone in like a
3: a big sweaty hug.
2: Yeah, that's 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 no problem for me. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um I don't know. Can you murder anyone? And if you can, tell, tell us the motive, Osa.
0: Oh, I don't really care about anyone enough to murder
2: them. That's great. That's ah. a great answer. <laughs> Very <laughs> diplomatic.
3: Thanks, Osa. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Wink, wink. Um, not even Nick. No, why would I murder Nick? I know, but but you said I, I don't care about someone enough. Oh. Yeah. I think, I think you could, you care about Nick enough to murder him for some reason.
0: All right, He'd we'll figure- really have to fuck up something, though. Well.
3: No. I, I feel, yeah, anything's I feel, possible.
2: Nick, I feel like that's a challenge. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I feel like you don't really understand who you're asking to fuck up something. <laughs> this is Nick Luna we're talking about.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, so anyway... Um, so, so, Kevin and, uh, Tabby were sleeping in, in different beds. They were on the brink of divorce. So his, uh, you know, basically his alibi, or not alibi, but, well, yeah, alibi, was he came home, saw Tabby, uh, asked her if she's sleeping downstairs, and he took out the trash, he got in his car to get a cup of coffee, Mm -hmm. and when he came back, Tabitha was asleep on the pull out couch downstairs and he went upstairs to read a book. Uh and What's I up wrote... with those
3: nighttime coffee drinkers, by the way. That's weird.
2: Yeah, how do you I just got out of that? work.
3: Let me like get myself a cup of coffee and read a book for five hours. You would be
0: up all night if yeah. I drank a cup of coffee anytime past like two PM.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I think it's one of those things that um and we were talking about this like Shit affects people differently. But I also think there's a thing where if you drink so much coffee, it starts to have an opposite effect. I think I heard that somewhere. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah.
0: I decided I would kill Nick if he, like, if he, like, hurt my cat or something. If somebody Ooh. did anything to my cat, I would fucking murder them. That makes sense. That makes yeah. so That's much fair. sense,
2: you know? <laughs> I, I've de- I definitely, like, definitely, like, dated a few folks who you know like and I I think I dated a few people like if they were holding me and their pet off a cliff and they could only pull up one like I'm fucking dead it wasn't even Mm -hmm. like a question in my head like I was like you know Marvin's gonna live a long happy life
3: (laughs) which he did yeah
2: yeah (laughs) Um, so, okay, so, so he does have, he he does say something that kind of sticks out to cops. He says he got a mystery phone call.
3: Mystery phone call. And, Uh. and
2: on the other phone, basically, it sounded like there was no response. He said something along the lines of, can I help you? And then he just hangs up, uh, and he assumed it was the wrong number. Went back to reading. Um... And then a short time later, he heard two gunshots, then some yelling, then a third gunshot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't say he he he, he saw anything. He didn't say there was, you know, a, a man in a black mask. None of that. Like he didn't see anything. Basically, is is what he, he just, told the cops.
3: He stayed up, like he stayed upstairs, just like a coward
2: sure you could yeah you could say that i mean he did say you know he says that he was afraid for his kids if his kids were upstairs
3: okay that's valid then sorry.
2: It's, then that's a valid thing i mean you don't, you don't have to be sorry but it's um i'm so sorry don't be sorry i'm sorry <laughs> uh now that well yeah don't be sorry so um and then the cops are like is there any reason somebody would want to kill tabitha And then he kind of drops a bit of a bombshell. Uh, Kevin states that she had been unfaithful and had recently broke off, broke off an affair with another man.
0: Mm, Scandal. Scandalous.
2: Yeah, And Kevin said that they were basically, she broke it off and they were going to work on their marriage and actually go to a church retreat the weekend after she was murdered.
0: God so they, will fix their problems. Yeah,
3: God will always fix marital problems.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing like um, you know, we're dealing with people losing their lives, so it's, it's all a tragedy. But there's something about like murders combined with like the hypocrisy of being like these upstanding Christian people that really like kind of, you know, it, it kind of sheds some light on like the church sometimes you know i'm not i'm not
3: what what you saying Aaron? well it's
2: (laughs) it's tough you know it's like you know there's there's some people that when when they talk about religion regardless of what they believe um you could tell that they're being genuine right but Mm -hmm. then there's some people that use it as sort of a a shield you know in in like in events like this Shed light on their hypocrisy. So I guess it's nothing about the church mm-hmm. per se that I'm saying, but it's something about like using faith as a shield that is a little bit more devious than your average murder. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. It says something about their their character, mm-hmm. um, and that they were just they don't actually believe those things maybe they're just kind of using them to to make themselves look like a good person they're not believers
2: yeah yeah Yeah, 100 and and there's something like just i can't put my finger on it but if it but there's just something a little bit more evil about that then i I, I get what you're saying it's a little more deceitful somehow exactly yeah um so it turns out they find the dude that Tabitha was seen. His name is Keith Cromwell.
3: Cromwell.
2: <laughs> and uh, this guy looks like the the actor who played Frankenstein in like the nineteen forties and fifties.
3: Uh, Boris Karloff.
2: Yes. Yeah. Good job, Nick. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah, just just like a big, bold, like oaf. You know, like this guy could have been like a, a fucking tackle for the New York Giants.
3: And he was a. Buck machine.
2: <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, um, you know. So, uh, yeah. So, so um, what? I guess what happened was it. This relationship between her and Keith started out kind of like you know, kind of casual, more maybe more kind of towards sex than love, but it started getting more towards the this is a serious thing type thing
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Kevin found out he confronted Tabitha and he immediately drew up divorce papers but didn't serve it on her uh, yeah yeah he they kind of like dangled
3: them. Yeah. Or, yeah he's,
0: he's like th- I'm gonna divorce you <laughs> well,
3: which is uh he's like I'm gonna take half of everything of yours
2: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah nah, I you know. Yeah.
2: I mean, the dude's, the dude's a lawyer, right? So
3: Oh, you, he's taken everything.
2: So so clearly like maybe he can't well, it, it's, it's you know, she works for him, so there's only oh, yeah, his assets to get taken, but being a lawyer, I would assume that he knows how to protect his assets.
3: You'd hope
2: Okay. <laughs> you
0: know what, what do they ever say what the other guy's profession was? No, they don't. Okay.
3: A fuck machine.
2: Fuck um, machine. Yeah. <laughs> he's a professional fuck machine. Maybe maybe he's a a Frankenstein at kids parties.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because kids love during, Frankenstein r- these days. <laughs> during the
0: day and then a fuck machine at night. Mm-hmm.
3: And sometimes those lines cross.
2: Yeah. And tab- no. <laughs> Too far. Jesus. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but Tabitha. Imagine getting fucked by Frankenstein. Anyway, sorry.
2: <laughs> uh, I could dig it.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, anyway. I don't know. I, You know, the, the cosplay thing? Like, I've never done it, but, like, I could dig it. Like, I understand the appeal, like, to makeup and all that shit.
3: It, like, if you were to dress up as any character for some cosplay sex, who would you be?
2: Oof. Me dressing up or the person I am having sex with? Either one. Both. I don't know. It'd be fun to see, um you know, maybe like uh, I, I've seen I've seen a couple pretty hot t- uh, uh, girls on TikTok do the Spider Man, which is because you got that like really that suit that like mm. really hugs everything.
0: Sure, dude. Aaron is so obsessed with TikTok. I am. I am. <laughs> I am.
2: It's it's uh, it's it's concerning. Yeah, it's po- consuming your life. A little bit, sure. Yeah, um, but you know, just I just want to state that TikTok. For those of you that don't know TikTok, TikTok is different than the TikTok that you might have heard about like six months ago. Like, it's no long. It's like there's plenty of adults on there, and somehow the algorithm brings the al- the, algorithm whatever <laughs> brings the the people that are like your age or at least legally of age into your feed it's not like i'm watching fucking 11 year olds so yes yeah. thank you all right so i just <laughs> want to make that clear and i'm not i'm not like i'm not fucking asking them to do duets and shit like i don't participate i'm just a voyeur which doesn't make me sound any better <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that made
3: you actually sound worse i know
2: yeah <laughs> but 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 the but my point remains that it's it, you know there's plenty it's it's plenty of adults on there. It's, I'm I'm not. N- none of, I of us know. are
0: none of us are accusing you of anything here. I
3: know. Here. But, <laughs> yeah, you you're getting really defensive.
2: Well, that, well that's because like, <laughs> the the like people don't know that TikTok has changed. So, like for a while, TikTok was supposed to be the like oh you're either twelve or you're fucking forty five and you're a creep. That's that that's how it was six months ago. That and that was my opinion of it. So I'm just, you know, covering my bases. That's all. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
0: okay. All right. Anyway, so we're going to maybe start doing a thing called Nick Talk. Oh, yeah. More 100%. on that. More, more on that to come
2: soon. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Stay
3: tuned. Uh, what's our TikTok channel?
2: Well, Love is Amazing, yo. It's the same. Yeah. Same it's channel. The same as
3: everything. But,
2: um, yeah, basically, you know, there's a bunch of, like, TikToks where, like, uh, you know, really attractive ladies do very seductive dances to very lewd uh, songs with very lewd lyrics, and, you know, about like um, their vaginas getting super wet, and I want Nick to do those lewd dances. Yeah. Yeah. And I won't stop until that's a reality.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First one's <laughs> coming out today.
2: Yeah. One hundred percent. Okay. So anyway, uh, Tabitha. So so Tabitha says I'm gonna break up with Keith. And she breaks up with Keith, according to Kevin. Police visit Keith Cromwell, and he's very upset. Um, he has an alibi that the police can confirm. So Keith is almost immediately crossed off as a suspect. So good for Keith.
0: Way to go, Keith.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Keith is j- definitely the exception because yeah. 99 out of 100 percent of the cases we do like he should have been fucking involved so you just won the you won the lotto keith yep you 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 won the crimes of passion lotto
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay so um a little bit about kevin and tabitha's background apparently they're family friends which is interesting because they're also like a good 20 years apart
0: yeah yeah a little creepy yeah so because didn't they meet when she was like in high school or something or no no no
2: he knew her since she was a fucking baby
1: oh Oh.
2: (laughs) apparently their families knowing each other for like 50 years through the church Uh i think it's called the community of christ
3: yeah, that sounds about right uh, yeah from the documentary we ever say our source material oh yeah Paula Zahn got Paul it. got yeah. yeah
2: I um I I wanted I wanted to, wanted to so bad be like branch Davidians I was like please say branch Davidians you, you know
3: always wanted to be the branch Davidians but there was only the <laughs> finite number of branch Davidians
2: yeah I know the 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 fact that you know that I'm so into Waco and has haven't been able to talk about it. I'm getting I'm getting Waco blue balls over here. You know, <laughs> I need to I need to bust my Waco nut. I
3: mean, they already made like the show and then like a couple documentary series. But
2: people don't know what I think, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, Kevin's father was good friends with Tabitha's grandmother, and yeah, he basically knew her since she was baby and um, they became really good friends which uh, I wonder how that happened and um, Tabitha Tabitha was actually married before she married her high school sweetheart and they got divorced and Kevin actually helped Tabitha expedite her divorce
3: yeah like a real boss three weeks it took three weeks and that's lightning fast for a divorce when I got divorced, yes. You know, tell
0: us more about your divorce, please.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, when I got divorced, um, you know, I thought it took like a month, but then I found out like eight months later, I was like, "Now your divorce is final," and I was like, "Huh? Mm. I've been dating
2: somebody for like four months." Yeah. They, yeah. They think you're not married. Yeah. You've been telling everyone you were divorced, and you're like, not "I got official. S- I got something to say." <laughs>
3: Yeah, they they didn't really care though.
2: I'm I'm gonna, I have something to say, and I'm gonna use technically a lot in what I have to say. So, technically, all right. (laughs) You know, they're like, if I say technically a bunch, it will make everything better. (laughs) Uh, So, anyway, after Tabitha got divorced, uh, a romance blossomed, and basically they. Ended up getting getting married. I think it was a very quick 180 from mm. "I'm your lawyer" to "I'm your husband,"
3: which is one in the same. Sometimes
2: I have Nick. You know, I don't he, know what, he, what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, but you know, I I can appreciate that you said it.
3: <laughs> that, um, I, I just say words. That, no, you that know, it happen
2: in, in a way. It's it's very it's kind of inspiring. You're like, you know, sometimes like. Something will come into my head, and I'm like, don't say that, but then I'm like, what would Nick do, though? And then a little voice is like, Nick would fucking say it, and I was like, (laughs) let's say it. Um, So uh, Tabitha ended up working in Kevin's law firm. Apparently, they were very affectionate. They had uh, baby nicknames for each other. Oh,
3: pet names. Let's pet names. let's think of some that could be used in a law firm.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, Pookie. Yeah, Pookie. Oh,
0: Aww. my
3: legal pad.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, nope. yeah. Oh, uh, hey, they
0: we, have to be lawyer themed. I was just coming up with like. No. Well, well, it doesn't oh, have to ones. be. How, oh. how about, like, like Schmoopy from Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, you guys yeah. remember that episode? Or, or
3: it could be like, mm. oh this is her she walks up and she's like oh there's my gavel
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I need you to bang your gavel all over my thing that you bang a gavel over
3: (laughs) (laughs) the jury is (laughs) coming
2: the jury is still out on whether or not I want you to bang your gavel all over my face <laughs> all right. Um, all
0: over my gavel banging surface. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Bailiff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, just like per se all over my tits. All right. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, strictly off the record. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I want to ex parte meeting with you. Quid pro quo. Oh, oh, I want to. I want to. I want (laughs) to. Ex parte meeting with your dick. All right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Oh Jesus. All right. So, um, but you know, even though things were going well, uh, Kevin was working long hours. That with with two kids, with the age difference, their marriage started getting very strained
3: as as you know it was very likely,
2: yes, and that's when uh Cyril Weinbrenner came into the picture Cyril Cyril now Cyril is actually Tabitha's younger half brother they have the same mom
3: in his pictures there he looks different in every picture
2: yeah right because
3: in one he looks like downright scary and in another one he's wearing like this like you know he's smiling and his haircuts like Mm -hmm. all stupid and he's wearing this sweater that has like the weirdest fucking pattern looks like a fucking curtain or something
2: (laughs) yeah this was this was definitely like straight up late 90s Pictures, you know. Hardcore. And then the
3: pic- he seems like the wait, wait. He seems like the type of dude that would like if he wasn't wearing his sunglasses, he would have them on the back of his head backwards and upside down. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah.
2: Maybe maybe um maybe a choker with a bunch of what do you call them puka shells? Oh, the puka shells. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which I used to rock.
1: Of course, I can see you One
2: hundred percent. I yeah. used to. I was such a motherfucking simp in high school. Like I, the puka shells and the necklaces, mm. I had no idea meant anything. Put like, it fun-
3: like the little guy with the flute.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Coco Pelli or whatever.
2: Uh, you know, a whole bottle of gel in my hair. You know. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, I could totally Ooh, see did that. Did you have frosted tips? Please tell me. I you did.
0: A-
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: Silver. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought. I thought it was. Um,
3: uh, you know, uh, uh, Lance Bass.
2: No, uh, but in the same band, uh, yeah. Justin Timberlake.
3: Yeah, JT.
2: Yeah, so mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> well, you touched my dick now. Got that ramen noodle hair. I never. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. JT oh, had like yeah. the ramen noodle yeah. Yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, but after I strained it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, so,
1: um,
2: so anyway, yeah. Cyril uh, did not grow up with Tabitha, but they were half siblings. Um, and a few months before uh, Cyril contacted Tabitha, the younger brother died in a car accident. And apparently this gave Cyril a Cyril, me- Cyril a mental breakdown because they were very close.
3: Yeah, it totally makes sense. It's tragic.
2: Oh, 100 percent. they don't they don't really go into um, much about the brother, but, um, but it was, it was, it was the Lawson family. Apparently he, it, it hit him hard. In fact, it hit him so hard. And this is where things are like, really? Uh, it hit him so hard that it caused amnesia.
3: Whoa. Oh Yeah. I remember that. And I was like, how true is that?
2: Exactly. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff where you're like, sure. Um, but it call he, he he had a mental breakdown to the point where he has amnesia and he starts randomly calling people in his phone to like try to help him out uh, discover who he is
0: I guess so he like like total amnesia like he doesn't know who he has
2: amnesia they don't they don't go, go into it they don't go into it but um but yeah I mean I I've I've never heard of someone having amnesia from solely a emotional trauma like I've definitely heard like you know um car accidents sure some some type of head trauma definitely there's definitely amnesia there there's no question but this is the first time I heard some uh case where it's solely an emotional thing and he gets yeah. amnesia.
3: I, I mean I've heard of like people developing like strange conditions due to like trauma and stuff like, like that. Or like
0: not remembering the traumatic event itself. Like yeah. like losing some of their memory but not like not like complete amnesia where they don't know who they are. Sure. Yeah.
2: No, I one hundred percent. Like the brain is the brain's crazy. It's a mystery. The brain's crazy. I mean re- there was um uh, not getting too personal here but there was a there was someone who had a brain trauma and i was talking to the doctor and this is a this is a doctor this is a guy who has like a, a phd in um whatever brain 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 medicine um and and he was like i don't know i have no clue um the fuck yeah, with he was it was it was kind of like whoa. That's when I was like, you're holy like, shit! No a, one knows anything.
0: You're like, can you please at least try to like bullshit your way through it a little? or yeah, something? No, I don't know. <laughs> he, man. he was
2: straight up like, I have no clue, no idea whatsoever. And I was like, wow, we that that was the moment when I was like, we really are totally on our own here. Like I was
3: talking about, like <laughs> we need a new doctor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 that that might have been a good that might have been a good idea too um so anyway he calls Tabitha and what am I saying so okay yeah so Cyril calls Tabitha they chat for for about an hour and um Tabitha in a fit of um charity uh, invites Cyril to move in with her and Kevin
3: and the two kids
2: and the two kids, yeah, the whole family. Yeah,
3: the whole gang.
2: And uh, Kevin actually gave Cyril a job, and Cyril starts enjoying himself, like living life. Yeah, he's
0: like, oh, I have a normal life.
2: Exactly. And um, then, so so basically, it's like a kind of a fucked up version of of the Brady Bunch going on, and all of a sudden. A woman named Cassidy Green walks into Kevin's office, Kevin's law firm, and this where is... Where Cyril is now working. Where Cyril's now working. Yep, yep. And this is where uh, the shit really hits the fan.
3: Yeah, yeah, this lady's a real character.
2: Yeah, she's a B-A-N-A-N-A-N. <laughs> Bananan, banana, 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 <laughs> <Bananin. laughs> whatever. So, but all I'm saying is, like, all, you know, her milkshake brought everyone to the yard.
3: Your shake, is, yeah. yeah. Molly <laughs>
2: Rock, in my green team. Okay. You
3: so, like, and you know, like, she was, you know, um, an, an astute businesswoman, I would say.
2: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so let's talk a little bit about Ca- Cassidy Green. Um, Cassidy Green, twenty-one, very young, uh, checkered past.
3: More checkered than a board.
2: Yeah, yeah. This this was this was
3: <laughs> See.
2: okay. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So, her and her business partner. Uh, the reason why they came into the law office that they was her and her business partner were opening up an escort service mm-hmm. and they needed a lawyer and she said that uh she basically picked kevin from a phone book and you know they never really go into this escort service. that's
0: that's a weird thing is this is it legal to open up an escort service no uh, idea
3: yes it is because you can look them up in a phone book
0: hmm yeah, I mean so it's not like like,
3: like they the women perf- are not supposed to have sex with the people.
0: Yeah, but it's like a date for hire kind of thing. Yeah, it's
3: a date for hire.
2: But without sex, but, yeah. but they probably have sex. Well, yeah. they, they always have sex. You don't you don't call an escort escort service thinking that you're just going to like share a biscuit with some lady.
3: Unless that's what you're into.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh we're we're gonna eat biscuits, but uh I'm gonna jerk off all over them before. Alright. <laughs> no no but uh wasn't that the isn't that the name of Limp Biscuit? Isn't that a game? Isn't that like what Limp Biscuit is named after?
3: Oh yeah, I mm. think it is. That's gross.
2: It is gross. It's super
0: gross. Yeah, because so, like biscuits, gross. Yeah, Just like fuck- as a band. <laughs> yeah, the 90s, right? Yeah.
3: Chocolate starfish
0: and the hot dog flavored water.
3: Oh, yeah. They fucking named an album that.
0: They named an album that. <laughs> and when I was like 12, I fucking loved that album. You did? Yeah. yeah. Their cover of uh, George
3: Michael's Faith
0: Oh yeah! Fuck, you, I forgot about that.
2: You know, uh, <laughs> uh, I haven't Oof. listened. I haven't listened to Limp Bizkit, but I bet if I listened to it you, right now, I, I I would be still be like I'm still into this song. No, they're, they're, you know you're they're really al- not missing anything. It's uh, terrible. Uh,
3: uh, when, when I was a kid, their first album I thought was the shit. I I, yeah. I couldn't tell you what it was called. I know I wasn't so much about, a but... chocolate starfish fan. But the one before that, I was like, "Whoa, this is pretty cool." Yeah, because it was like, you know, yeah. Or what about um?
2: What about that's who? Who's that band? Who's like, I just want to fly.
3: Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray. Apparently, Mark McGrath, the singer Sugar Ray, has a micro penis.
2: Oh bummer. Oh.
1: Yeah,
3: but does what it I matter
2: heard. if you're Mark McGrath? Does it matter, right? You know.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's very attractive.
2: No. Well, well, yeah. I mean, you know, when it comes to like micro penises, you know, if if you're Mark McGrath, that become it becomes more of your partner's problem as opposed to your own, right? But if you're if you're a dude in a basement playing Fortnite and you have a micro penis, then that's 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 still your problem.
0: Oh, okay. But if you're if you if you're Mark McGrath, like in the '90s, it's definitely
1: not your problem. Yeah,
0: but Mark McGrath now completely irrelevant. Nobody cares. He probably is in a basement. So yeah,
3: I mean, well, he does like host like TV shows and stuff. He so does. Yeah, yeah, like on like VH1. Is that is VH1 still a thing?
0: I
2: don't know. I was just gonna ask <laughs> you that. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I don't gonna, fucking know, man. I'm going to mark.
3: You're going to mark Mark McGrath.
2: McGrath micro penis I can't help myself.
3: Uh, yeah, do it. Okay, so he's on the Google machine.
2: Sex with a micro penis can be mind bending. <laughs> uh, what?
3: All right.
2: Uh, nothing nothing about Mark McGrath though. Sugary. Ray. Sugary Ray. Sugar Ray.
3: micro penis.
2: Right. But you know, I was, you know, <laughs> not too long ago, yeah, my guess would be Mark McGrath. Rock singers with small equipment. Uh, Prince dot org. So I guess it's a it's a it's a. a he's board.
0: looking at a whole forum here about. Wait it. wait
3: who, who anybody I've known on there?
2: Uh, no, it's just like
0: random internet people. I yeah. think.
2: Probably Mark McGrath. He's he's always talking about how small his dick is. <laughs> so he's open about that's, it. He owns it. And then and then the next person writes that's actually a smart move on his part.
3: No surprises. Or
2: and then the next person wrote and, and that's that's my that's that's where I stand on this argument. And then the next person writes, or lack thereof. Seriously though, I agree. In his business, one's got to cover their ass. Uh groupies get to babbling. The next thing you know, He's the laughing stock of pop rock.
0: <laughs> He's already laughing. Right, the laughing stock of pop rock. Yeah.
3: He just wants to fly.
2: <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what, man, like I, I, I wouldn't I don't think I would like really dig sugar ray the way I did, but not too long ago I, I started listening to Blink again. Fucking I still love them. Yeah. Blink Every, 182? Single yeah. Yeah. Every single song. Every single song. Like like they hold up.
3: That does hold up. I I haven't gone back, but I would say that they hold up.
2: Yeah. At at the very least, or at the very most, they were a victim of their own success. They got so popular that it was like, "Oh, you like Blink,
3: you know?" Yeah, and then uh, what's his name? Tom DeLonge or whatever now, is like a UFO scientist?
2: Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, but who cares, man? Yeah. But but anyway, <laughs> but I want to like i listening in in everything. Chester Cat, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, all of it. I, I still dig every single song. All right, so uh, Can me yeah. pause. There? I got to pee. Okay. Is the pee pee song?
1: Your name Oh, it's the, the, the pee song. This is a short break. It's the pee song. I got a urban day. Oh, it's the,
2: the, the pee song. This is a short break. Okay, so um basically cassidy Green And somebody walked into Kevin's law office and was like, Hey, we want to set up an escort service. And that's where Cassidy meets Cyril.
3: Mm.
2: And Mm. all of a sudden, you know, as as the kids would say, Generation Z, Cyril was simping hard. He was smitten with Cassidy.
3: Uh, Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what the kids say. Um, did you learn that from tiktok i did
3: i I, I, simp Uh, explain this to me
2: no i mean you know but but it just like you know it's just like like,
3: what's it mean
2: it basically means like um you know when you meet a girl who just like 100 percent can like just mold you into whatever the fuck she wants you know like your play-doh in her hand you know so she's like i want to i want to turn you into a a house husband. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Cyril and Cassidy become a couple. And... Ooh la la. Yeah, and apparently, like, Cyril was, like, in the beginning, like, uh, a super nice gentleman guy, right? And uh, after dating for three months, they wanted to move out and get a place together, but they didn't have the funds
3: no monies
2: so in the interim she and cyril would live with kevin and tabitha
3: and the kids
2: right yeah and and, in in the beginning it all worked out like a
3: like a zany sitcom
2: like yeah like a weird like a weird uh whatever you know like like tabitha needed a babysitter and, and cassidy was like up to it apparently cassidy and tabitha like really got along like she was super nice like, like she is she, Tabitha was just like a really nice person to everybody Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah so but however Cassidy Green had a pretty dark secret hmm. and that secret was she was a cocaine addict oh
3: ah, nose candy apparently
2: always high and uh, you know as far as being like an addict for anything like um,
3: Being always high on cocaine is pretty hard.
2: Oh, fucking <laughs> yeah! Because <laughs> it lasts for like five minutes, and you're like, "All right, yeah, I- exactly." It, it's it's um some some people like we were talking about uh, this earlier, but like when it comes to opiates, there's some people that they don't get affected by opiates. They could shoot heroin, they could do oxycodone, and they'll just be like, "Ugh, whatever." It just kind of makes them nauseous, and I feel like um that's my view on uh cocaine if i ever do it Mm. yeah
3: wait Uh, so you've done
2: so um (laughs) basically uh you know but but it's just like i think robin williams has like a really funny thing about cocaine he's like uh you know any anything that gets me um Gives me a headache and impotent. Mm, give me more of that, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rowan
2: Williams definitely
0: seems like he was on cocaine.
2: He was on a bunch of cocaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, um, it just, you d- you do it, and for 15 minutes, it's it's a lot of fun, and then you just have a headache and want more, so I don't get it.
3: Uh, what I've been and told. And you get more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, anyway. Uh, you know you can smoke it, too.
0: Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> That's like next level. Yeah, it's like free, level up. Freebase?
3: Freebase and then eventually freebase becomes crack.
2: But you know, it's weird because, you know, there's freebasing and there's crack and it's totally different. Like there's they do it, something to the cocaine. It's, that make it crack. I
3: don't know. I, I, I do know the difference. Uh, Freebase is where you take it and you mix it with a little bit of baking soda and water and put it on a sheet of foil. Mm-hmm. And then you smoke it and like follow the smoke with the straw on the foil. Mm-hmm. Oh, smoking where,
0: things off of foil always a go- great idea. Great yeah. idea. Yeah. And then Not the bad cra- for
3: you at all. And mm-hmm. then the crack is like a double-boiled pot system where there's like a jar with uh, uh, cocaine and baking soda. Uh, and water inside another jar of boiling water, and they boil out all the water from the interior jar, and what's left is crack.
2: Cool. Crack. Um,
3: Nick knew that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Nick Facts. Nick, Nick Facts. Facts, yeah. <laughs> okay, so basically what happened was um, Cassidy got Cyril totally 100% hooked on cocaine
3: cocaine
2: and not only were they doing it but they were uh, dealing it they were selling it and apparently he was good at it apparently she he tripled her business as far as Mm, selling it goes nice and uh uh Kevin says that Tabitha was alarmed by this
3: by this discovery she's like oh
2: heavens no yeah yeah oh gosh heavens to Betsy and basically confronted cyril you know and said hey couldn't help notice that you're selling coke and (laughs) (laughs) you know i got two kids so you know can you not not (laughs) um but basically she made cyril move and this was a month before her murder so uh basically cassidy and cyril got their own place So, back to the investigation. Police wanted to talk to Cyril uh, a few days after the murder, obviously, but he was nowhere to be found. M.I.A. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, he he didn't even show up to Tabitha's funeral.
3: That's not cool.
2: No, 100%. 100%. So, and that was like a big, huh... You know, given <laughs> <laughs> big red flag there. Yeah, given that um, he was her half brother, so uh, Tabitha's mother filed a missing persons report for Cyril. Um, but the police did find Cassidy.
3: Oh yeah, they did.
2: Found found them pretty much right away, and um, they questioned her. And she really didn't have too many answers for mm-hmm. ab- about where Cyril is. Tabitha's mother filed a missing person report for Cyril. And police brought in Cassidy to question her.
3: Yeah, they were like, hey, Cassidy.
2: Cassidy, we have some questions for you. Yes. And uh, she, um, basically, she didn't tell the cops... Anything. Or she told him stuff, but she didn't tell him anything. Yeah. She Mm -hmm. didn't say, like... She was like, I don't know shit. I don't know... Yeah. She was like, hey, where's the vehicle that you two had? And and she was like, I don't know. (laughs)
3: Funny story.
2: Yeah. Uh, So this is what the cops did. And this is great. Like, I I love getting, like, a drug investigation in in here. Like, so basically... They developed this thing, knowing that Cassidy was selling drugs, right? And they they wanted to use that as leverage. So they got a dude named Rocky. Of course, his name is Rocky.
3: Yeah, right. Right.
2: <laughs> you know, it's it's like hey,
3: he's Rocky.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like his parents parents were like, ah, oh, we're we're like you know, we're we we can not choose between like Rocky and Shithead. Um, but anyway, so they get a guy named Rocky to set up this drug sting. And who was
3: already a customer of hers anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it works. And the police caught her buying drugs. Selling drugs. Selling drugs. Selling yeah. drugs. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Nick. Yes. Selling drugs. And also. And oh, yeah, both of you guys. Well, I just said what you said, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, so so this was the break in the case that the case
3: broke wide open.
2: Wide open, yeah. And um, so Cassidy was arrested on drug charges, and she decided that she was gonna cooperate uh, with the cops and tell them about Tabitha's murder, right? Yep. yep. So Cassidy admits that both she and Cyril were involved in the murder, and she starts talking about that night, and it's pretty bananas. So apparently cyril got very physical right they um physical. Just, just beating the shit out of her and at one point uh he holds a sword to her neck you know where did he get a sword i don't know what type of sword well, it seems like normal behavior to me yeah yeah,
3: yeah neckbeard behavior i
2: don't think he was a neckbeard though i mean maybe he likes in that one picture there.
3: he looks like a neckbeard
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, who knows? You know, maybe. Hey,
3: what What's the other word? Uh, weebly wobbler?
2: Weebaboo. We <laughs> we weaboo. 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 Whatever. Weaboo. Yeah. They You're like a
3: boo.
2: I'm a, a boo. boo. We're, we're Wee- all wee-cha-boo.
1: Wee-cha-boo.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and um and at one point, she, uh, he holds a sword to her neck, and then she's like, "Oh fuck! Fuck this guy's." not kidding if it was an ice pick i would have said you know get out of here with that shit but a <laughs> sword forget about it Yep. uh so um he he makes her drive to tabitha's tabitha's house then he gets out of the car and uh comes back in a couple minutes and he's covered in blood like she said it literally was like two minutes Two minutes, yeah you know. two
3: minutes and and she said, like covered in blood from head to toe, like you couldn't see any like clean skin, like there was no not bloody parts, like he was in red face, that
2: is a terrible, <laughs> that's just like super I'm sorry. super, super, really not it's just. Ugh, so not worth it. Hey, you could just see in
0: his face so he was, like, waiting to say it, I too. was about
2: to be like, don't fucking say it. Because he made that joke. When we were watching it. And you apologized then for it. You said it, and then you were like, I'm sorry. Then I was like, so he, he, he definitely won't say it during the recording, right? Because that would just be crazy. And you totally did it. Well, I did. Yeah, go Nick.
3: <laughs> Self-control. I
2: mean... <laughs> hey, you, you know... You said it, not me. Um, so Cyril ordered. Okay, so anyway, he gets in the car covered in blood, and uh, Cyril then orders Cassidy to drive back to the trailer they live in. Uh, of course, it's a trailer. Mm-hmm.
3: Single and or double?
2: I don't. They don't really explain which tra- type of trailer. They don't really give
0: you the like square footage of mm-hmm. the trailer. Yeah. They left that detail
2: out.
3: which is unfortunate because like (laughs) it's really important it moves the
2: whole story forward you know the thing about trailers is is like if if you own a trailer as like a front for something or like maybe to put your jet skis in like then you know that's like okay you're doing all right but like as soon as you live in there it's like oof
3: well uh, okay so check this out (laughs) Like, you know, I, I, I would live, like, in a trailer if I had to. I, I, I could survive in a trailer. What's Anyone the, can wait, survive in a guys, trailer. Wait wait, 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 what's the difference between a trailer and a tiny house?
0: Oh, a trailer is, like, the size of a normal house. It just can be split in half and put on a truck. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a...
3: Yeah, but, it's but, like a, I, but but I'm just saying, a like a manufactured they, 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 home. It's not like they're they're both like small homes.
0: Yeah, no, no. aren't necessarily ha- a small home. They're a regular sized home.
3: Oh, okay. No, me, I, I, I'm just trying to say like the whole. I like, lived time. I
0: lived in one when I as a child, and everybody in the town that I grew up in lived in them they can be normal. Yeah, yeah. Three bedroom houses and stuff
3: i guess the point i was trying to get at is like all these rich people are building like tiny houses and like looking down on people in trailer parks yeah okay and that that was the point i was getting and then the at.
0: people in trailer parks have bigger houses than your tiny ass home yeah yeah, yeah
2: no i mean i see those tiny homes and like they're fine if you're like ridiculous ocd about shit which i'm not yeah like if
0: you were like a really cleanly person you could make it work but it would just be a disaster if it was
2: me like you drop you drop your underwear somewhere it's not supposed to be all of a sudden you can't get out of your fucking house if there's a fire like i can't live in that situation Anyway, no, no, no. I mean, hey, nothing, nothing gets living in trailers. I fucking yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm Aaron, saying. I lived in a tent for for a summer. It's fine, you know. What I wish I had a trailer that summer. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, they they stop at a place called Men, Mendos Pond, where he throws away the knife, and. Um, and then they they go to the very nice trailer that uh, has is absolutely no reflection on who they are, people that they live in. And he uh, cleans himself off. And he comes back with a bag full of bloody clothes. And he's like, you got to help me get rid of this.
3: I would say burn that shit.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, me too. But clearly he hasn't seen enough episodes of Fatal Vows.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so uh what they do instead is they drop it off somewhere on Cassidy's father's property which apparently there's a lot of
3: wouldn't it be funny if they put it in one of those like closed donation bins
2: <laughs> I don't know if, if funny is the right word it would have uh, definitely been stupid yeah Funny. interesting stupid. yeah sure, sure Interesting. that could be interesting yeah definitely um so, then, they stop at a gas station to get beer and cigarettes. Natch. And I could 100% understand that decision. Oh, you know, fuck yeah. You murder yeah. someone, you're like, I need a drink I need a fucking right cigarette, this
0: instance. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, while they're drinking and smoking, he then describes to Cass- Cass- Cassidy how he murdered Tabitha. And he does it in a very calm voice, that chills her to the bone,
3: to the core.
2: And then basically, he takes the car and he's like, "I'm heading south to Pennsylvania," and he just leaves Cassidy. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a good, that's a solid, you know, like this is this is quite the test in their relationship. You know, how much do you love me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, right?
2: Not that much. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think. I've ever been with anybody that would make it past, uh, drive me to a place to murder someone.
0: Um, I think I would have definitely stopped at the, the, um, what, what, sword? Sword at the neck? Sword at the
2: neck, yeah. Sword at the neck, I would have been like, mm. yeah, see you never. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but at the sword at the neck, that's kind of when you're like, no, I gotta do it. Yeah, that's
3: true. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's you're when like, for it's for my a... own
2: safety. I will go along with whatever this
0: person says so that I don't get murdered. Yeah,
3: by this fucking sword.
2: But yeah. but you probably would have split as soon as he left the car at the house.
3: Oh, I would have oh, driven yeah. the fuck off.
2: Yeah. <sighs> Although
0: maybe you know, maybe she was police? too scared to do
3: that.
2: Maybe. Yeah, one hundred percent fear. Fear. Uh you know, creates different reactions in pe- people. So, I 100%, you know, until you're in that situation,
1: yeah, it, you, you really can't, can't really, say shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, Tabitha's mom, who is still looking for Cyril, calls the cops and, and is like, I know where Cyril is. They went to Iowa after Tabitha's funeral, mm-hmm. and Cyril was went to meet them right so cyril's mom was like i know where cyril is he's in iowa she said this without knowing what cassidy said to the cops
3: ah Mm.
1: gotcha
2: right and the cops these cops were pretty smart the cops did not tell his mom that cyril was wanted for a murder Mm. so good good job good job cops
3: yeah, and and you know, especially like, she would look. She oh, sorry to cut you off.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, especially good job to the cops, because later in the episode, the mom is like kind of defending oh, Cyril and, Cyril, yeah. and yeah. saying like he's like a good guy, he's not as bad as they think they are. Blah yeah. blah blah.
3: Yeah, she's a tiger so. mom.
0: Yeah, well, my son would never do that. Yeah,
3: I don't know if tiger
2: mom fits. In that. No, I was about to say, one hundred percent doesn't fit. Like tiger mom is like you know. Um, you know, I'm going to get my kid to get a 1600 on his SAT. Not like, I'm going to defend my kid after he murders his half-sister.
3: I mean, they're both kind of the same. Not
2: really, (laughs) no, though. (laughs) The thing is no. Yeah, Uh, okay. So, uh, the cops head to Iowa and basically take Cyril into custody. And Cyril is now being questioned by the cops He's not saying anything, And then the cops come up with a ruse, a ruse, a cunning attempt to trick somebody. <laughs> yep. Uh, so basically one of the cops leaves, then comes back into the room and says in a voice loud enough for Cyril to hear, holy shit, I just got a call from New York. We picked up Cassidy Green on drug t- charges. She doesn't want to go down for this. She's gonna spill the beans about Tabitha's murder. Um, I'm sure that they were better actors than the way I just depicted them. Mm-hmm. We the help. But yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> there is a lady who knows
2: what you did, and it's she's on drug charges. That she she Do you want? She's gonna give you up if you don't tell me now. you no. Know, alright. Jeez, what was I... What am I doing? All
1: right. <laughs> so,
2: Sarah uh, took the bait and immediately confesses to Tabitha's murder. Aw, oh, shit. He, he says he shot her three times. He stabbed her because she was still alive. But, there's more. Wait. Whoa. He, he drops some. Mother effin' bombshell! This the story goes deep. It goes
3: deeper. Yeah, It goes deep like a baby seal.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the the cops were all like, Molly rocks in my green tea. So... (laughs)
1: uh,
2: I I, I just wish I knew where to appropriately put that saying. Because I just want to say it all the time now.
3: Molly rocks in my my green tea. Molly
2: rocks in my green tea. Okay. So... (laughs) Uh Cyril <laughs> tells the cops that Kevin Bryant was yes. actually
3: who is Tabitha's husband. Tabitha's
2: man. husband. We we haven't talked about him in a bit. Uh that Kevin Bryant was actually living this double life and like going to strip clubs and it got to the point where he started bringing strippers to his law office to they never explicitly say what these strippers were doing in the law office. Well, didn't they say, didn't they specify that they were prostitutes?
3: Yeah, they were, they said they were prostitutes.
2: Yeah. They didn't say strippers. I thought they just okay, All right. well.
3: And and in the law offices, maybe he was just like, his thing is like having them like file subpoenas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I just, uh, I just like to, you know, I just want to Watch that ass. Just like
0: basically use them as like temp workers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just a little have short-handed look. today. Can I hire you for some work? Yeah. <laughs> he
2: like he like gives them stuff to file, but the file what they have to file is all the way on the bottom drawer, so they have to like mm-hmm. bend over the it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is not what what he was using them for. I think we could all agree on that, right? Yeah, right, was, yeah, right. He, okay, okay. He yeah, was yeah. definitely getting his um uh, knob slobbed. Or, ro- or brain rocks or off. dome. Or rocks off.
3: <laughs> getting some brain.
2: Yeah. Or, um, you know, getting a little chicken head.
3: Uh, no, no, no. He was getting it from chicken heads.
2: Chicken heads. All right. Well. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway. Sorry. have got nothing it, it, to contribute here. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. So. um, And basically, this was happening while Tabitha was working in the office. And apparently,
3: Simultaneously?
2: Yeah, apparently he would wait until Tabitha walked out of the law office. And then he'd just break. be
3: fuck city.
2: Yeah, which is like, man, it's like... It, it's like, it's like what? I know, it's insane. <laughs> and, 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 and clearly Tabitha figured this out because, you know... Because that's like
0: not sneaky at all. Yeah, 100%. He's not even trying to hide it. He's like... Well, my wife's not here right now, but all my other employees are. Yeah,
3: let's fuck.
2: (laughs) Let's fuck. Tabitha walks in, and the dude's like, "Hey, what's up?" Now, just totally not getting head from a prostitute. There was a bunch of stuff I was doing, but but one of the things I wasn't doing was that.
3: She was like, she spilled her drink on my lap, and then there's club soda and tripped and fell, you know, and and like my dick landed in her mouth.
2: Yeah, it (laughs) could happen to anyone. Um, with a dick. So, but anyway, you know, I think Tabitha was aware, but I think at this point, neither of them gave a shit. Um, so that's when Tabitha started seeing Keith Cromwell, right? And Keith and Tabitha got really serious. I think at one point, a kid during daycare, uh, said to Kevin Bryant, uh, are you the boy's other daddy?
3: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, and that's,
2: that's you don't want to hear that from a little kid that your other kid is going to yeah. preschool or daycare with.
3: Yeah, imagine, like, that's the way you found out.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be a bummer. But Children
3: they, speak the truth.
2: They do, yeah.
3: They, you know, they have no reason to lie.
2: Children are fucking freaky, man. Like, have you ever heard those stories about like you know people babysitting kids and like kids like speaking to like fucking ghosts? Yeah, and shit like that. Like, I'm telling you, man. Like, kids are freaky, freaky, and they're also like, they there's there's something about them that's like it's it's it goes beyond just like saying how something is like they. There's a there's a thing about them that like you lose it when you get older, but there's something about them that makes them incredibly weird and scary.
3: <laughs> yeah, children are scary. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we could all agree
0: on that. Yeah. Children are terrifying. 100%.
3: So So the children did the murder. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: exactly.
3: <laughs> the ones that we have barely talked about at all.
0: It's like it's like Those poor kids though, man. <laughs> It's They've like, been through
3: it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Their living situation was crazy. Then murder.
0: mm-hmm yeah, By their uncle.
3: And then dad is implicated and. They
2: have two dads apparently. <laughs> they have two dads. But I, I'll tell you what, man. If any of them grow up to be quasi um, storytellers or comedians, they have. They, they're going away with, with a first place trophy if they ever get up on the moth. Like, and make, you know, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. I guess, <laughs> I guess it makes <laughs> it all worth it. Totally, 100%. Uh, okay, so, anyway. So, Kevin was like, Alright, I can't let this dude um, think that he's a dad to my children. So he comes up with a plan. He wants Cassidy to plant drugs on Tabitha so he would get custody of the kids. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm. But for whatever reason, he decides that's not good enough. So he takes it one step further. And he says, then Kevin abandons that plan and offers Cyril 5,000 bucks to kill Tabitha and then there was a promise of more money after he cashed in Tab- Tabitha's life insurance.
3: Wow. Ah. Yeah. I knew life insurance, gonna in yeah, life insurance was going to fit in that. Yeah, life insurance. I was waiting for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, $5,000 to kill your own sister.
2: Yeah. Not very much money.
3: Not no, very much. Like 10000 I thought, is like the lowest going rate.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, here's here's the thing. Like there should be
0: a family member upcharge, I think. Yeah, you
3: know? at, at exactly. least like 15.
2: But it's it's um you know, you get what you pay for, you know? If you pay someone less than let's say 10,000 bucks for a murder, you're going to get caught. Right? A professional would charge you at the very least you know, 70, a hundred k, and that's probably at the low end of the spectrum.
3: But this is a professional, like the movie *The Professional*.
2: What are you talking about? No, it's not.
3: Yeah, Cyril. No, the the amount of money that you're talking about.
2: No, no, I think I think the professional. I think they got paid. He got paid a little bit more for those murders.
3: But weren't they like mob hits?
2: Yeah, they yeah. were mob
3: hits. Yeah, so.
2: Maybe may okay, maybe he didn't get paid upwards of a hundred thousand, but he got paid at least you know twenty thirty i I would assume I don't know,
0: anyway, it should cost a lot of money to have yeah. somebody murdered yeah. yeah you know if
2: if you if you you're paying someone five thousand bucks for a murder, like be prepared to um get raped in prison so uh Cyril was charged wait okay. All right, so anyway, uh, so Cyril tells the cops all this, and he's charged with murder, brought back to New York. Um, Cassidy, however, never implicated Kevin in the plot to kill Tabitha. However, this wasn't a problem because apparently Kevin, the genius that this dude is, uh, actually asked a bunch of people to murder (laughs) Tabitha. Oh, my God. So uh, apparently he was just, like, going around, like, you know, talking about, like, killing his wife, like, 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 talking to people like it's a fucking knitting circle.
3: Yo, you want to kill my wife?
2: Yeah, no, just, just I, a bunch uh, of people. Yeah, okay, fine. all right, whatever. So I've
0: been thinking about
3: killing my wife lately. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, get out of
2: here. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I,
3: I, I personally don't want to do it myself, but I do have about mm, like five thousand dollars I
2: could pay. Yeah, you. You, yeah. Do
0: you happen to know anyone? Have you? Do you have any experience with this or?
2: Well, I don't because I'm the cashier at the grocery store, but I suggest somebody else mm. would be mm. good. Yeah.
3: Maybe somebody in the back. Maybe the butcher.
1: Yeah.
0: Possibly.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Can I speak to your manager please?
0: Maybe <laughs> yeah, put like a Craigslist ad out there. Yeah,
2: one hundred percent. Let's yeah. like leave a digital trail. No, it's it's like that movie it's like that movie um bully when when those kids mm. are on at the Pizza Hut and they're like, Hey, what are you guys doing? And it's like, We're gonna kill Bobby Kent, you know? And then um someone's like, Ha ha okay, cool. Here's here's some more napkins. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so and, but but it's weird because this guy's a attorney, so uh once again I I told you my theory about this before. You get too smart for your own good.
3: Mm-hmm. So way too damn smart.
2: One hundred percent. Yeah. It's like like really re- like I got everyone fooled.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh look at the size of my brain.
2: I'm a fucking neurosurgeon. You know? <laughs> so uh Kevin's arrested uh, for conspiracy to commit murder Kevin denies it but that doesn't matter
3: there's so much evidence so,
2: well yeah well he, the thing is there was a lot of evidence but there was no physical evidence so
3: mm. I mean yeah no there, there wasn't no
2: <laughs> mm. it was it was a lot of circumstantial evidence
3: uh, I see and yeah. then a lot of uh, uh, people telling on people
2: well that's cir- circumstantial.
3: Oh, that's what that means.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like physical would be like if Kevin's prince was on the gun that shot and killed. That's physical evidence. Sure. But, you know, wit- witness testimony um, you know, alibi, lining up shit, that's all circumstantial.
3: Ah.
2: Um, which does, but but you know, circumstantial can be just as strong as physical evidence. True. Um, so Uh, they offer Cassidy a deal for reduced charge of manslaughter and will drop the drug charges. Uh, we'll do this for you if you just like give us a full confession. And of course she takes the deal because, you know, you can say a lot of things about Cassidy, but she's no dummy. Yeah. Yeah. She, she knows when her back's against the wall. So she tells the cops everything. Uh, where the gun is from. Apparently, the gun is hers and it was given to her by her father. Um, they went on a hunting trip. Hunt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 22, 22 bird shot because on my 16th birthday. And, okay. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, what else happens? Uh, you know, she talks about how Cyril is utterly calm. And then she talks about how she overheard... She states Kevin told her where the money was for Cyril after the murder in a phone call.
3: And it was
2: at, like, the law offices? It was somewhere in the office, somewhere, like, above the... On top of some shit. Yeah, exactly. And, um... And, uh, you know, basically the cops totally uh, corroborated that with phone records. So, yeah, I mean, as far as like being a lawyer goes, I mean, clearly this guy was no criminal lawyer. And uh, Cassidy said she didn't... Okay, yeah, okay, and and Cassidy makes this comment, you know, Paul, Paul Zan is just like, you know, staring fucking lasers into this woman. And, uh, she goes, uh, and you never even, you never even thought about, uh, you know, that, that this guy is going to murder Tabitha. And Cassidy said something along the lines of like, never even thought about it, you know? Cold. Yeah. She, she was like, I never even like, it never even crossed my mind that, you know, Cyril is going to
3: murder his sister,
2: murder his, uh, murder his own sister. Yeah. Yep. Um. And I'll tell you what, man, if I ever uh, conspire to murder you, I will at least think twice about it. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. You're welcome. You too, Arsa. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, re- I really
0: appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just going to say, though, that I feel like, you know, she was she was kind of... She didn't have a lot of choice in the situation. She had to just kind of kind of go along with what was happening so that she didn't get her neck sliced open yeah. with a sword. You're
2: 100% <laughs> right. Yes. You are 100% right. It's easy to...
3: Forget okay. about the
0: sword.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, act
0: like she's like a bad person, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she feels just. Sauce,
2: yeah. Well, with and that like, being said, she uh, kind of brought the coke into the situation and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: it sounded like he was like mentally disturbed before yeah. then, too. and Yeah, no, no, no. no. This. He, could, not... he didn't have to do the coke. It's not like she like yeah. dumped it up his nose when she, he was sleeping or oh,
2: something. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He, she
3: might have done that, though. She might have. That'd be a funny way yeah. to wake someone up.
2: And just be like, (laughs) yeah. Just dump
3: a bunch of coke in someone's (laughs) (laughs) face. Be like, you snore too much.
2: (laughs) Powdered sugar, yeah, (laughs) works a lot better than a cup of coffee. Yeah, and and you know what? Like, I 100% like. She's, it's um, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, I definitely don't place all the blame and there was a point where she had no choice with with the with the sword to the neck and all that stuff she you know that's it like she had to go through that but with that being said you know she still kind of brought the coke into the situation she didn't make Cyril snort it by any means but like it that still wasn't a Great right yeah. thing to happen yeah yeah it didn't yeah. make I the mean, situation any yeah. better she, yeah she was a shady person yeah 100% yeah yeah so definitely yeah well i'm just trying i'm i want to meet you halfway on this okay all right i think
0: we did it she's she's a little shady but she's not murder level shady She not
2: murder yeah and and i think mm-hmm. and i think uh her sentence kind of reflects that yeah 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 so october First, two thousand four, the trial against Kevin begins. So many people testified against Kevin and um, how he wanted to murder his wife, Rocky, the drug dealer, Jennifer Birch, the prostitute, Jennifer boyfriend, boy, Jennifer's boyfriend, Jennifer's uh, boyfriend Timothy Hill, who was in jail for something else. So a bunch of really shady people
1: mm-hmm.
2: were like. Mm-hmm. We're fucking shady, and so is that dude. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has outshaded us. Yeah, it's like, and um, and we know,
3: will be shaded no longer. We are stepping into the light and out of our shade. Oh uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, I think they're still pretty shady. I know, I know. Yeah, but but,
3: I, but you know, like as but if Kevin, like Kevin the...
2: belongs here in the shade with us.
3: Yeah, I see. Is what they
2: were saying. Yes. Um, and for the grand finale, uh. Cassidy Green testified, and she testified about overhearing a conversation between Kevin and Cyril killing Tabitha, right? And, um, Cyril was supposed to testify, but he pulled out in the last minute.
3: Good for him, or else he'd have children. <laughs> mm, okay. You get it, you know, because in sex... I know, I that,
2: too. You know, I 100%, like... No, you were making a pullout joke. I just and e- even me, even I tried. Even when I wrote this, I was like, "Think of a pullout joke." I just couldn't think of one.
3: <laughs> well, I just did.
2: I know you did, but uh,
3: it's not very good. It's
2: not good. It's not a great pullout joke. Bad um, bit. But um but hey, you made it, and that's what counts.
1: It's <laughs> you not tried.
2: The, it's not the quality of the joke. It's the fact that you had the balls to say it.
1: Thank you. And
2: that's what I'm talking about. You know, like, you know, if you're in a conversation with somebody and you go that's what I that's kind of fucked up what I just thought. Should I say it? Just ask yourself what would Nick Luna do?
3: <laughs> and then say it. W W um, N L D
2: Yeah. Um but anyway
3: our, those bracelets are on sale on our website for fifteen ninety nine. Uh fifty percent of the proceeds go to uh,
2: uh Saint Jude's
1: sure <laughs>
2: uh, the innocence project I
1: don't know um
2: but uh but you know I, I will say this for Cyril like um I mean the guy the guy was a complete f- fucking sociopath and idiot but the fact that he refused to testify I think might have been him trying to Make his life in prison a little bit easier. There was Mm -hmm. no question that he was going to, you know, get life without parole. Once you're in prison, things like, did you rat on somebody during your trial matter? Oh, yeah. And if people find out, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. So that might have been the reason. That's the first thing I thought of it. Yeah, because
3: they probably would have asked him about all the drug stuff.
2: Like, who? The other prisoners?
3: No, like if he would have like gone on the stand, they probably would have questioned him about like drug stuff too,
2: yeah, but I don't think he i don't I think mean would.
3: who would he rat out?
2: yeah, oh, yes, you're right, you're right, yes, you're right they they probably would have asked him about the drug stuff, but like and you know um but now, when he's in prison, having a fucking horrible life, if somebody goes hey, or you snitch, at least he can say, not during my trial. Proudly. Proudly, yeah. So, uh, the defense basically put on this argument that Cassidy and Cyril acted alone, and that all the state's witnesses were liars, which they wouldn't have been a hard argument to make because they were all... It, it, you, We had drug dealers... Uh, sex workers, drug dealers. So it was It was one of the things for, as a defense attorney, in the hands of a better defense attorney, who knows what could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, if he had, yeah. like, Johnny Cochran and he made some, like, you know, rhyme, like, um, yep. you know, if it's not fun, he didn't have a gun. You know?
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: All right, anyway, Uh, The defense then put uh, Kevin's minister on the stand as a character witness, whatever. And um, it doesn't matter because in four hours, the jury came back. Kevin was found guilty, uh, sentenced to life without parole. Damn. Mm. Cyril was found guilty uh, for first degree murder, life without parole. Cassidy was found guilty of manslaughter, sentenced to 15 years. Apparently, she got married and might be having a child in prison. Oh yeah, yeah, Mm yeah. And uh, you know, if that happens, um, shit. I don't know.
3: Prison baby. Yeah,
0: prison Prison
2: baby. baby. Yeah. I don't know how
0: that works, but yeah. Well, we. we Well,
3: I'm pretty sure you don't get to keep it.
0: Well, yeah, but do you have to have it
2: free? prison do you go to a hospital mm-hmm. you do you I mean I think like
3: well they they have a hospital in the prison okay
2: yeah I, th- I think you get to like hold it for like two minutes and then it's like shoom, you know yeah either the family friends partner or foster care Damn. And, but who knows I mean if you're bound to get out if you have a release date and it's like relatively soon who knows
1: yeah
2: right? um but it's it's but it's crazy. She got married and had sex in prison. And, you know, that's what angers me. Because I think one of the big punishments is no more sex. No more sex for you if you're in prison. That's the big punishment, right? Like, I never got more angry when I realized that um, Tex from the Matson family not only was married, but had four kids... In prison, that's horse shit. Horse shit. He was <laughs> in the
3: Manson family. He was part of the murders. I'm.
2: Yeah. What's your point?
3: That's it. I'm just reiterating for people oh, that don't know. Well,
2: you okay? All right. You 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 said it like you were like making a point against what I was saying. No,
3: no, no. Oh, I, okay, I, actually, I, yeah.
2: I agree. Okay, all right, cool. Horse shit. Horse shit. Horse shit. Right. You know. Horse shit. Yeah. Horse shit. Horse shit. I'm. I'm. I'm a free man, and I haven't had conjugal visit in four months. I'm just kidding, but that was from Office Space. Uh. Yeah, but I still agree with the, you know, it's like it's like no sex for you. Pre- you know, oh, you murdered someone. You, if you murder a person, you no longer can have sex with people, right? <laughs> Right, so, and it should work. That should work for anything. Like, if, like you, if you kill a chicken, you can't have sex with chickens. Yeah. If you kill a donkey, you can't have sex with donkeys. So, we, so, so
3: if you kill somebody, should it
0: be allowed to have sex
3: with
2: chickens or donkeys anyway? I mean, yeah, come on, it, this is America. You yeah. know, it's like <laughs> <And> it
3: gets <laughs> boring the in the Midwest.
2: Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, what? What are you, a communist? Yeah. Like, we should be, you should, you should be able to. Who who
3: are we to judge?
2: Yeah, true. I mean, I guess I guess maybe you can make an argument that you shouldn't have sex with animals cuz they can't consent, but maybe they can? How would they consent? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, but have you ever seen The Horse Whisperer? Right? That guy could talk to That guy could talk to horses. And maybe the horses are saying <laughs>
1: Fuck (laughs) me. Wow. We don't don't know.
2: (laughs) So who are you to say that a man and a dog can't happily live together? No. Not
3: a dog.
2: Not any animal. (laughs) But unless you're a dog whisperer. I mean, I don't know. It's like... in. You know, if someone's like, I could talk to animals if they want
3: me to... Like Dr. Doolittle? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm
2: just saying it's America. You know, this is America. This is the home of the free. Like, if you get a consent from, like, a kangaroo, you should be able to have sex with a kangaroo. If if the kangaroo is of age, of course, obviously.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just a gray area
2: Anyway. <laughs> hey,
3: Aaron. Do you think we hit the case? We we
2: hit it. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, Aaron, you got any plugs?
2: No, I don't. I don't. Uh, nothing. Uh, you sure you don't want to plug oh, bestiality I really mean, quick? Well, we we this this may or may not be a plug, but we might be doing a show. On uh, September at, 30th.
3: Yeah, uh, at Pet Shop in Jersey City. Jersey On City. the outside. Social distanced.
2: Social distanced in the backyard. We haven't, um, it, it hasn't been confirmed yet. But, uh, you know, by next episode, listen to the next episode and then we'll, you'll definitely know whether or not it's been confirmed. Or uh, visit our Instagram at Love is Amazing Yo or Twitter at Love is Amazing Yo. Or our website at just loveisamazing.com.
3: Boom, oh, beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I don't, this is Nikki. I, I don't really have any plugs out uh, the baby.
1: I'm Bye, out.
0: bitches. Love is amazing. Oh,
1: but it's
3: also bullshit. And it might also get you
1: murdered.